Hey everyone, Leanne Pilkins sitting here for the latest Courageous Conversation and with me is the gorgeous Jackie Love from Secret Sisterhood. Hey Jackie, how are you? Hi Leanne, hi everyone. So nice to have you, thank you for taking the time. So for those of you who don't know your story, tell us about your early aspirations and how that then morphed into Secret Sisterhood and what that's all about. Yeah, so it's been a bit of a journey. So I was studying fashion design at university. I'd always loved fashion. I loved being creative and kind of creating things. And that was always my dream in school. So when I got into my fashion design course, I was over the moon and I kind of had everything sort of like planned in my life. So As you do, right, at 18 or 19, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You think you've got your life worked out. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I got into my uni course. I thought, oh, everything's going to plan. I was loving what I was doing. And then at the same time, I decided to pick up a sub-major in journalism. Right. And when I did, I started delving into an issue of trafficking for one of my assignments. And I had never heard of really trafficking before. I'd kind of heard bits and pieces. And just to clarify, that's human trafficking, not drug trafficking, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, human trafficking. Human trafficking also spans a lot of kind of different things. There's forced labor, there's sexual slavery. So it kind of covers a really wide range of issues. But I kind of specifically was looking at trafficking and sexual slavery of girls. Mm. So I was looking at that for an assignment and I was just so shocked to hear the statistics and read these stories. And I... From coming from a journalist perspective, I was thinking, well, why hasn't this issue been covered in the media? Yeah, like, why don't I know about this already? Yeah, yeah. like why don't we yeah. know about it? And the, the stats are crazy. It's like around 40 million people around the world are being trafficked today and around 70% of those are women and girls. Yeah. So it's a huge issue and it's happening not just in these faraway countries, it happens even in Australia, it happens in the US. It um, happens in Australia. Yeah, so there's about, there's estimated to be about 4,000 um, people under slavery at the moment in Australia. And so is that girls from Asia or third world countries that are coming, yeah. being brought in and then they can't get out because they don't have a passport? That yeah. sort of, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so it was just so shocking and it really kind mm -hmm. of rocked my world a little bit because I just yeah had never heard of this issue and really kind of yeah shocked me that it was happening and I hadn't really heard about it and then when I started reading about it I kind of started delving into other sort of issues that relate to women and kind of just brought up yeah all the different issues that are going on in the world in relation to women specifically and so I finished my uni degree in fashion and then just really started questioning what I was doing I knew like I loved fashion but I just didn't really feel as though it doesn't sit very well does it like fashion and of course I love fashion and the more colorful the better for me um yeah. but it, it seems very I don't know superficial I guess after you've just spent all of this time researching such a, an awful awful topic Exactly. Yeah. So I was loving it. I was loving the creative side, but then I just didn't find sort of the depth yeah. and depth to it. So when I finished uni, an opportunity came up to go to India with a charity to look into trafficking. And this kind of just came to me randomly from a friend and it just seemed to be just crazy timing. Um, yeah. It was just when I'd finished, I didn't know what I, what I wanted to do. And yet yeah, this trip came up. And so I thought, okay, this is perfect opportunity to go 
learn a bit more about the issue that I've been so sort of passionate about for the last few years and yeah. just get some perspective and and come back and maybe I might How be How old were you by then? So that was, that was when I finished uni, so that was 21. Right. Yes. Saving the world at 21. <laughs> awesome. Yes. So when I signed up for that trip, I actually had no idea what I was getting myself into, which is probably a good thing because, yes. um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't really think too much into it. So, yeah, so when tell I, me what that trip was like. Yeah, so the trip was life-changing. It was very eye-opening. I wasn't expecting for the trip to be so confronting. So we met with different charities that were working with trafficking and anti-slavery over in India. And we it was very sort of hands-on. So we would visit the slums and see where girls are often trafficked from. And they're often trafficked at the young ages of like 10 or even younger. And what will happen is a is a like the trafficker will come into kind of the poor slum area, offer the girl and her family family the girl a job in like Mumbai in the big city and they will also talk to her parents and often these families have no money at all they struggle to feed their children so when they've been offered this great job opportunity in the big city big Bollywood city they jump at the opportunity and they say of course take take my daughter they're thinking that the daughter will work in a restaurant or something like that but then when she's trafficked it's very clear then what happens so then she'll be often trafficked into a brothel so when you meet with these girls that are, could potentially be trafficked, it just it just breaks your heart because they're just like any other little girl. Yeah, they're little girls. Yeah, they're just little girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, uh, yeah, so we visited the slums. We visited some brothels to see the conditions where the girls work in, and that's just obviously horrendous. We visited a rehabilitation centre, so we also met with women who had been trafficked um, and had been able to sort of escape and get out of it, um, and we heard their stories. It was very impactful and very confronting. And so you came home? Yes. So then, then I came home, and then I think I got, I think it's called reverse culture shock, where I kind of came home and didn't really know how to assimilate back into our own society yeah. because you've just seen all these these crazy things and the yeah there's horrible situations and then you come home and then your friends complaining that they put in the wrong milk in your coffee or that I don't know just silly things and yeah. it, it was very hard to kind of adjust back okay. into real life and I really at that point I was like okay I really want to make a difference I really want to get into this space and help these women I'd met but I had no idea how and I thought oh like why did I study fashion and then just made me it made me very despondent and I thought okay like I've just chosen the completely wrong industry like you can't make a difference that way so I decided to start sort of applying for different charities around the country because I thought, okay, if I want to make a difference, that's how you make a difference through a charity. So then randomly, as I was applying, my friend invited me to a conference and I had no idea what even the conference was, but I just decided to go along. She was like, you have to come. And the conference was all about social enterprises. And so a social enterprise is essentially a a business that is set up to make a difference and to run for purpose. So I, again, I'd never really heard of that term before Um, and when I was sitting in the conference it really just seemed like such an amazing concept and just sort of clicked for me Thought, wow I could actually create a business and use my skills and then give back that way so it kind of just opened up a whole new world of opportunities 
Yeah. So your business. Yes. So then that was kind of the catalyst to create a business to help give back um, to these women that I'd met over in India. So I've created a business called Secret Sisterhood. So we're a social enterprise um, and women's movement. So we empower and uplift and inspire women um, and girls around the world because we believe that no person should ever be disadvantaged because of their gender. And so what we did is we wanted to create a symbol to represent gender equality because I believe that symbols are so powerful and they're so uniting and they can bring people together. We don't really have a symbol at the moment for gender equality. So we created this symbol, like a circle with with a love heart instead of the circle on a female symbol. And so... That was kind of the inspiration of Secret Sisterhood. But then we're like, okay, how are we going to get this symbol out there? How are we going to get it known into the wider world? Mm -hmm. And we thought a beautiful way to do that was through jewellery because jewellery is very inclusive. We wanted to make the designs quite simple so you can kind of pair with your own style and taste. And we have women, like we have some girls that are like, 10 years old that wear it and then we have grandmas that wear it it's just a beautiful range I'm not quite a grandma but I'm old enough to be a grandma and I've got my beautiful um, I've got my beautiful sisters I've got a couple of these I've got a loved one and I've also got sisters so yeah absolutely gorgeous yes and then from the jewelry um we give 100 percent of our profits to women's charities so not only are you kind of wearing this piece that spreads the message of a sisterhood and gender equality and women's empowerment but you're also actually tangibly making a difference to disadvantaged women around the world so yeah so we give to a variety of different charities and causes um which is really exciting so i kind of started this journey very passionate about trafficking and sexual slavery for women but then as I kind of said before once you dive into this space you just realize that there's such a wide range of issues that girls deal with just because of their gender so we give to um, a domestic violence shelter in Melbourne we give microfinance loans to women in developing countries to help I love that idea I think that's an amazing idea yes that's helping them to help themselves right Yes, that's what we're all about, like empowering. How can you empower someone to help lift themselves out of like a poverty or a bad situation? I'm so passionate about microfinance because what you do is you simply loan, it can be $40 or $100, and then they're able to use that money to help start a business. So say they might want to, you might loan $100 so a woman can buy a sewing machine to help kickstart her tailoring business. She buys a sewing machine, she then starts up and running she might run for about three months and then once she makes enough money she then gives you that money back so that you Um, can lend it to somebody else yes yes perfect which is really exciting so if people want to get involved in that how can they learn more about and i'm not finished with yet but it just seems timely how can people get involved in secret sisterhood and understand a bit more about what you do because you want to try and connect a million women right yeah, that is the goal. Um, How's it going? <laughs> we're going well. We're going well. We're not nearly close to the million yet, but yeah. we thought may as well like set an, like a huge goal because yeah. shoot for the moon and then you fall in the stars. So, Correct. Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, that is our aim. We want to we want to kind of try and connect as many women as possible to the cause and, and as yeah. many women that can be a part of our network and secret sisterhood, the more we're going to be able to spread the message of gender equality. So to find out about us, you can head head to our website and it's got a lot of information about our mission and our values and the charities that we support. So that's secretsisterhood.com. 
then we also have a really engaged, beautiful Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And that's a place for women to just come together and chat and support each other with other like-minded women. So if you type in Secret Sister on Facebook, uh, you can see that there as well. And that's just a really tangible space for women to come together, like an actual sisterhood, because we're, yeah. so, we're called Secret Sisterhood, but we wanted to create an actual space where women can connect. Yeah, beautiful. And of course, your jewellery you can buy online, right? Yes. So you can buy online. If you head to our online store, we've got the full range there. We have beautiful, all different kind of styles and colours and we've got crystals on there and we've got friendship necklaces. So there's a really... You've got a few, I can see you've got a few necklaces on today. Yes, I kind of layer them because I can't decide which one. No, I I completely understand. That's a good way to do it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So talk to me about how COVID has impacted what you do because you, you do some charity events in various places, right, to try and raise funds. Yes. So Secret Sisterhood, we partner with a lot of charities because our message is all about gender equality and we've, we have this beautiful product, beautiful jewellery. We partner with a lot of women's empowerment charities to sell the jewellery to their network because, um, yeah, it represents gender equality, which is what they're all about. Yeah. Um, so as soon as COVID hit, it was very, it was quite a difficult time for us because or we, we would partner with the charities um, and a lot of those partnerships would revolve around their fundraising events and fundraising events are all physical events. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just completely dried up overnight. Mm-hmm. And that was a very um, scary period for us for a little bit because that's actually where we, where we get a lot of our customers from and a lot of our revenue from. It was even more so very hard for the charities. So we had so many charities doing emergency appeals and trying to get funds. So yeah, it was a very difficult time for everyone. And so how are things for you now? Yeah, so we're actually going really well. So it's been kind of a blessing in disguise because it really made made us stop and think, okay, what do we want to focus on now? It really, yeah, really made me just just stop and reflect and see what was happening within our sisterhood community and see the areas where we could grow. And I really decided I wanted to put a lot of my time and energy back into our community, back into our Secret Sisterhood network. And since then, we've we've grown a lot, actually, by, yeah. like so focus- How have you gone? Like, when you say you want to put your focus back into the community, how have you done that? So that has been a lot through like our brand awareness. So we created, a, we've created a blog, we created a podcast series, we've done a lot of interviews. Oh, with- this podcasting, I tell you, it's everywhere, isn't it? <laughs> Everyone's popping up with their podcast. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So we just put a lot of focus in on that and that has allowed our online store to grow quite rapidly. Um, yeah. And I also think as well, a lot of people are at home, they're not going physically to the shops anymore. And because we've got a much more of an online presence, we've been able to grow our online store that way which has been really lovely yeah. but I, yeah I'm actually I've, I've really enjoyed just taking a step back because sometimes yeah. you can get so caught up with what is happening and you don't actually yeah. see the big picture absolutely so how old are you now I'm 25 you make, I'm getting you make all, oh shut up. you make <laughs> all of us feel a little bit inadequate everything you've achieved at, um, at the, the age of 25 what is next for you and for Secret Sisterhood 
Oh, it's such a good question. Well, my dream is really for our secret sisterhood symbol to become known worldwide. So that's really my focus and just getting it out there to as many people as possible. I want to, yeah, I want to grow secret sisterhood. So it becomes like a household name and, and be able to support so many more amazing charities because there's so many like beautiful initiatives out there that make such a huge difference. So I really want to be able to partner with more amazing charities and kind of help as many women and girls as we can. Yeah, well, that is a beautiful aspiration to have. I just think you are extraordinary. So congratulations for being you and for getting out there and making such a difference in so many people's lives. Hopefully this podcast will get you to a whole different audience who can then connect with um, with your organisation and, and help you grow. Thank you so much, Leanne. Yeah, and if anyone's listening and wants to reach out, just, yeah, head to our website or message me on LinkedIn or wherever and we can chat further and see how we can kind of support each other. Beautiful. Thank you so much. You have a great day. Great. Thank you, Leanne.